0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with Byte.
0: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. And we hope you hate defense and love wide receivers. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the original Mike Leach Big 12 Truther, and With me, as always, is AJ, the magician of Morgantown, Marchese. It's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. Today, we're going to continue our summer scouting series with a conference that's all gas and no breaks. The Big 12, let's hit it! Seven
1: rounds in heaven with my baby, going out! To Vegas maybe Looking for a young or a 2 Don't draft a run back on the first day Don't draft a run and back on the second day Maybe draft one on the third Or don't Let's go seven rounds Let's go seven rounds
0: together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0-10 to to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals, yellow dot good deals, and red dot not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. Seeky, life's an event. We have the tickets. Big Twelve season. Where would you rank the Big Twelve among Power Fives, just in like your enjoyment? Uh, going to be honest, it might be my least favorite. Really? Yeah. Not, I, not a big Big Twelve guy.
1: I mean, it depends. It depends on the teams, you know.
0: Also, at the same time, like I would rank the Pac-12. Number one, so I'm not a good judgment of these things.
1: I like I like I like the Big Twelve, but if a Big Twelve game is bad, it's really bad. You know, like I mean?
0: for me, it's Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, ACC, Big Twelve. I think
1: that's
0: fair. See, the ACC is kind of weak outside of Clemson. I'll yeah, I'll be I,
1: honest. I'm not a big ACC fan. No. Like again, it it varies year to year, and it varies team to team, right? Who I Definitely. I
0: love the Mike Leach, Texas Tech teams. I loved the Big 12 back then. Mm-hmm. Anywho, let's dive. love Iowa State. That's true. They, I don't even, they're like more Big 10 than Big 12. Retweet. Uh, let's dive into some Big 12 conference prospect talk for the 2020 NFL draft. Is this the worst batch of draft eligible Big 12, or Power 5 quarterbacks? Probably. Did, do you I have a draftable right. grade on any of the quarterbacks that you watched? Yeah, in the 12? I got one. I got one. Oh, my like, Lord, on who? Sam Ellinger, late D3. God, really? Uh, he's not even my first quarterback. Like he, <laughs> his. Let's talk right. Ellinger. He, yeah, let's do it. So he looks like Tim Tebow. He's got a throwing motion like Tim Tebow. He's got footwork like Tim Tebow. He's, he's a lot like Tim Tebow. He's not I as said. powerful <laughs> a runner as Tim Tebow. No, he's a worse runner than Tim Tebow. And not a great decision maker. He looks like an H-back playing QB a lot of the time.
1: I think he's a, a more talented passion than Tim Tebow. He
0: th- his throwing motion is yucky. And the ball comes out funky. And, uh, yeah, just, yeah, it is. He is so far away from me. A draftable QB, in my opinion. All these mm-hmm. guys are. He's my second quarterback, but... Um, the other guy's barely ahead of him. Like I mean What do you what the, what makes you think he's draftable?
1: I like the, hey, you like you gotta like the size Rob. No, I think the the arm strength is pretty solid. Yeah, the motion's ugly. I,
0: uh the arm strength isn't anything special though.
1: No, it's it's not. It's not. And like the deep accuracy needs some. What major what thing
0: with him makes you think he's draftable? Like what thing stands out? Uh, I like
1: I don't mind the arm, and like I I think he can make some of the big time throws. Like you see he's the not all very throw. accurate.
0: He's not. No, I'm I'm taking a big stand here because I don't know how you come away think Like I I got no issue with you thinking he's better than Jalen Hurts because these quarterbacks suck. But I just <laughs> I don't know where like how you're seeing him as draftable. It's a late day three grade. Rob. A late day three grade is a like a Josh Dobbs type or maybe not ah. quite Josh Dobbs, but like. Even a Nathan uh, Peterman type of quarterback. So, I had both of those quarterbacks rated higher than Sam Ellinger. Well, like, I mean, like Gardner Minshew. There's Gardner Minshew. You could see it with him. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what you see with Ellinger that makes him like he has no one trait that is to me like the arm strength's okay. NFL level. What's NFL yeah. level about him?
1: I think like I think the arm is NFL level. Uh obviously. The, like, legs, the ball yeah.
0: just the delivery and the, the throwing motion, the footwork, it's all very sloppy. Mechanically he is a project. Mm. I don't think he's a great decision maker in the accuracy.
1: I think yeah, that's I know, I don't dis- even disagree. Um the extending plays with his legs are like um Like yeah, the bad wrists are there, but you can throw the ball away too. Like, like
0: what, what makes him better than Jalen Burns? You have a draftable grade on him. That's a tough thing to come by, especially at this time. So defend your guy.
1: It's not my guy. <laughs> I am trying to defend him. Uh, why is he better than Hurts? Yeah.
0: What does he do better than Jalen Hurts? I think the arm is better. The arm's about the same. Like neither of them have a great arm, neither is a poor arm. Yeah, I mean Jalen Hurts is a better runner. That's literally the only reason I gave the nod to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, he is. I think Hurts is safer with the football too.
1: Uh Yeah, and I mean, Hurts' short passing is not very bad either. Like, actually, it's sporadic, but yeah. Um, I think Hurts... Uh, sorry, Ellinger does more passing down the field than Hurts does, so... But does that make him draftable? Hey, look. That's what I saw. That's what I got. Man. I, I, just, well,
0: I just... I want you to give me the reason.
1: Yeah, I saw some impressive throws, and I like his arm strength.
0: I don't know. I'm scared of Sam Ellinger. I'm... <laughs> That's a fit, huge stand. So I mean, it's a 7th round pick. Point, I yeah, I would not trust him in the 7th round. I know. I understand. Point being, I think Hurts and Ellinger, both as of right now, m- way of making the league is probably his H back. Maybe Jalen Hurts is a running back. Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts
1: is built like a running back,
0: right? He's just powerful as hell.
1: Yeah, like I think Jalen Hurts could actually be like a camp and like preseason running back and maybe something more.
0: Like a Jordan Lynch type. Is that your comp? Yeah, that's exactly my comp. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Charlie Brewer. Hey, any thoughts on him, the Baylor QB?
1: I'm interested. It's not this year, though. It's
0: definitely not this year. He might be the best short accuracy quarterback of the group, though.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, like, he's safe. I,
0: I, he's smart. But again, yeah. not like I don't have draftable.
1: No. Um, I think there's pieces there, and I mean, uh, only a true junior. I liked what I saw live from him last year. Um, I'll keep my eye on him. Yeah, but yeah, not draftable.
0: Bad group of quarterbacks overall.
1: Hey, hey, I liked Drew Brown last summer, kind of. <laughs> and I said I thought he'd be interesting, and uh, I think he might be interesting to see in Oklahoma State. Yeah. I want to see him running that offense.
0: Yeah, I think he'll be a good college quarterback.
1: I do too. He's fun, and it feels like uh, no one's talking about him at all. Like I'm not saying he's going to ever be draftable. But
0: yeah. All right. The, the guys to pay attention to in the Big 12 tend to be the uh, offensive skill guys. It's not mm-hmm. a bad running back group. The receiver group is really impressive, but the running back group, pretty good, I thought. Yeah. I, no, I agree. I gave I, um, I them away with two running backs who I think have the tools to be NFL starters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then a handful of, like, bit player types.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Uh, who's your number one back?
0: Trey Sermon of Oklahoma,
1: also my number one running back. He's
0: not in a class that's going to be full of dynamic running backs. He feels like the guy who goes in the fourth round. Yeah. Uh, but because of his size, he runs really hard. The contact mm-hmm. balance, he runs behind his pads really well. I think he can be a productive NFL running back. I agree with you. I also have a fourth round grade on him. Um, the like he's got. Impressive contact balance, decent power. He's quick in the hole. Doesn't have a ton of burst. That's going to hurt yep. him. But I think he's an instinctual runner. Um, and he's pretty safe with the football. Not not going to add a ton on passing downs. Like, he needs to improve, I think, on that this season. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think Trey Sermon can be a... Uh, at least in a running back duo in the NFL as a productive player.
1: Mm-hmm. I like to see him used more in the passing game. Yes. 'Cause when he has the ball, he's he's pretty dangerous, but yeah, they don't they don't throw it to him very often. I think like twenty catches last year, less than that. So yeah, um I agree with you. I, I like Trey Sermon.
0: I, I, I wanna see him kind of finish more runs in terms of not uh like through contact, but like rip mm-hmm. off more big time runs this year. I think the long speed's gonna be a question, but like six foot two twenty four, I mentioned the contact yeah. balance, the power. Not great open field elusiveness, but no. He just runs really damn hard, and I'm always going to appreciate a running back who does that. Me too. But he seems like the guy that will be slept on a bit just because he doesn't have the same juice as some of these other dudes. Yeah, understandably. Uh, and then the other guy, Oklahoma State running back Chubba Hubbard's my number two. He is also my number two right now. Now, he's a guy who I think could make a big leap this year.
1: Yeah, because last year was his first—I mean— Redshirt uh freshman. freshman last year. Yeah. yeah. Retro sophomore like, this year. Yeah.
0: Justice Hill was the guy. Hill's gone, yeah. Now it should be Hubbard's turn as the guy. Um I really like his quickness. I think he catches mm-hmm. the ball really well. Yeah, they're
1: natural hands for sure. Yeah.
0: He's got a very good all around style. He he he's not the the most powerful runner. Yeah,
1: he's he's built pretty slim, eh? Yeah,
0: that's kind of my th- worry with him. Like I'd like to see him add some some weight some yeah strength. like
1: listen at six foot 207 doesn't quite look it but yeah i i agree a little little more meat on the frame for him i like to see but agree.
0: the quickness pass catching skills stand out i think he's got good contact balance pretty elusive in the open field yeah i'd like to see some more bursts with him finishing runs too mm-hmm. um but overall i think he showed a lot as a redshirt freshman and i i agree
1: and like for Rutgers freshman too, like really solid pass pro.
0: Yeah, he he. That's kind of what really caught my eye was the combination of a willing pass protector and catch the ball well. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's got a lot of upside. Like Sermon is much more NFL ready in my mind. But mm-hmm. Hubbard, like I said, could make a big leap this year. Just a really yeah. interesting player, and in seeing him carry the load for Oklahoma State this year, especially with the cube like new QB, everything's kind of him and Wallace are like the guys on that offense now. Yeah. So seeing yeah. how they utilize him more, that I'm very interested. Mm-hmm. Then it they kind of for me at least, there's a there's a handful of guys who are kind of clumped together. Um, but I have Kennedy Brooks, the other Oklahoma running back, is my third guy.
1: Really, I don't. I kind of like. The, there's a bit to like with him, though.
0: Who do you have as your third guy?
1: Uh, I got a little a weird one. I got I like Jamichael Hasty from Baylor.
0: He's okay. He's lower down for me, but I was pleasantly surprised while watching him. Um, yeah. I think he catches the ball quite well. Yes. Uh, do you want? To, okay, let's talk about He's Hastie. got a little bit of twitchiness to him.
1: Yeah. Uh, guy yeah. who I knew nothing about before I threw on the tape. I think
0: that's part of the reason I was like I was so pleasantly surprised. I knew nothing about him. Uh, yeah. And he just, like, obviously could make plays in the passing game, uh, had some burst and elusiveness, and, yeah, the, I mentioned the twitchiness.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I totally agree. Like, the hands are good. Uh, nice route runner for for a running back, too. Uh like the burst. quick feet. Makes guys miss the open field. Uh like to see him shed more tackles, but he's an interesting third down option right now.
0: Yeah, he's a guy who, if Baylor really invests in using him this year, I mm-hmm. think could kind of be a big dark horse running back in the Big 12.
1: Mm-hmm. I like. I have a late draftable grade on him.
0: Okay, I, uh, that's quite high on him. Um, yeah, for me, I have kind of Kennedy, Brooks, Darius Anderson, and the other TCU running back, Suwo Alonilua, as my next yeah. three after Hubbard and Sermon.
1: So uh, after uh, Hasty, that's my three, but not in that order. Um, I don't have draftables on like Anderson and Brooks, but they're literally the next up after a uh, draftful grade. So, like, they're borderline guys mm-hmm. for me.
0: Okay. With Brooks, I really like his elusiveness and his quickness. I just don't think he has great vision, and mm-hmm. he he is not a powerful runner and mm-hmm. doesn't affect the passing game as much as you'd want from uh, that type of more scatty type running back.
1: Yeah, Boomer Bust, too. Uh, I I agree with you. He's a
0: nice compliment to what Trey Sermon brings to the table, with, with uh, Sermon obviously being the more... Yeah. Contact balance power runner and Britt Brooks being the kind of the explosive guy. But uh, yeah, so he caught my eye a bit. And I think Darius Anderson, uh, the TCU running back, I, I really like his burst. Yeah, he's, a,
1: he's interesting.
0: Yeah, he's got big boomer busts. Him and Suo, the TCU running back, are really interesting tandem to too because uh, Suo, the other one, is big. massive and twitchy. He's like 6'2, 230, yeah. uh, with contact balance. Um, but he, like, kind of Robert Turbiney almost. <laughs> um,
1: I, 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 have a, I have a late draft in Suho as
0: well. Yeah, with with both of them, I'd like to see them, like with Kennedy Brooks, affect the passing game more, catch the ball mm. more frequently and consistently out of the backfield. Uh, my issue with Anderson is, I don't like, he's not a powerful runner, and he's not yeah. the most elusive guy, and it's kind of all burst. Yes, exactly, yeah. Um, I, I don't think the vision's very great. Yeah. Like when the hole's there, he hits it, though. Like, he's not going to be a consistent six yards of carry. Yeah. It's going to be, like, nothing or everything with him. And then with yeah. Suo, I just kind of want to see more of him. I, I, Me too. He's very I mean, interesting.
1: Like you said, twitchy. And, like, six two two thirty one Contact
0: balance, twitchiness at that size, it's a dangerous combo. Uh, yeah, like, the
1: burst is pretty good for that size, too. Like, interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes he flashes the like the lowering the shoulder and being a power guy, but it's not always
0: there. Right? I, the, yeah, the the thing outside of uh, like with Brooks Anderson and Sua, I just want to see more consistency and mm-hmm. more involvement as pass catchers and pass blockers. Yeah. Whereas with Sermon and Hubbard, I'm quite confident they're draftable running backs. Yeah, I, I agree. with But you. those three that'll hinge on what they do at, uh, in this season and with uh, within the passing game, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Did you like anybody um, else much? Uh, not particularly. I remember Kool Herbert. I kind of liked him last he's summer. Got a little bit sure. of
0: juice, but like Puka yeah. Williams is the guy there. Yeah, he's and uh, James Gilbert's transferring from Ball State to Kansas State. I think it's a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. I like his quickness. Uh, he's my uh, my next guy, but like I've no.
1: Herbert and like Gilbert same uh, grade, but like yeah. Yeah, I have Herbert
0: just slightly over mm-hmm. Gilbert. But yeah, um, to me Sermon and Hubbard are the only two guys who have a chance to be consistent big time runners in the NFL. Uh, I
1: agree with you. I again it's just like yeah, with Suo, interesting like interesting um upside and stuff like that, but like it's still probably just a piece player. And it's just the third down uh
0: yeah, seeing him just option. overall used more by Baylor will be really interesting this year, I think. Yeah. All right. This is where the money is made in this conference. Yep. The wide receivers. Definitely uh the best group we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh welcome to the Big Twelve where we've got four five maybe five receivers who have been mentioned as first round type players at some point this offseason. season yeah. Um, yeah. and a six really interesting guy. Um all right. Is C D Lamb your number one receiver in the Big Twelve? He is my number one receiver in the. Big 20s. I love CD Lamb.
1: I also love CD Lamb. He's, yeah. he's just he's a very well-rounded football
0: player, right? And His ha- strong hands. Yeah. Uh, contested catch ability. His body control is wonderful. Yeah. You yeah. see that uh, making contact catches like he's got enough- ball
1: adjustment ability. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well built, six one two zero three, uh, has enough athleticism to separate deep.
1: Yeah, for for me, he felt like just a very smooth athlete. Mm-hmm.
0: Good route runner, too. It's kind of like he's yeah. just a very complete receiver. Oh, and he also yeah. happens to be the best blocking receiver in the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: again, we, I know we mentioned it a million times, but he blew up Mac Wilson. Yeah,
0: C, C. Lamb uh, right now for me is my wide receiver, too, mm-hmm. only behind Jerry Judy, and he mm-hmm. sits six on my board. Like, I think he – I've seen him – like, he's consistently in just about everybody's top five receivers, I think. But I've seen him uh, behind guys like LaVisca Chanel and Henry Ruggs. I just think C.D. Lamb is the most NFL-ready guy outside of Jerry Judy.
1: I can't, like you said, he's just so well-rounded. Like There's not really anything that he doesn't do well.
0: Yeah. And just the, the body control, which makes him yeah. such a contested catch monster, is yeah. really what separates him from the non-Jerry Judy guys to me. Uh, like I see uh, some new copkins to his game. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he, yeah. he made the greatest one-handed catch of all time. That didn't count, too, against, I think, <laughs> yeah. UCLA. Yeah.
1: I have got a late first grade on him.
0: I have a uh, – what, what do I have? I have a very much first-round grade on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy who I think could be in top ten consideration. I think he's that good.
1: Who's your, who's your next wide receiver? Now, this is
0: where it gets interesting because you've got a couple different types of guys here, right? Yeah. Uh, my next guy is Jalen Rager from TCU.
1: He is my third guy.
0: Okay. Do you want to talk to him?
1: Yeah. My two and my three are very close. Uh,
0: yeah. My two, three, and four are all pretty close. Uh, but, yeah, with Rager, the thing that I, I I had been moving guys around, going back and forth, doing more tape, mm-hmm. moving them around. What ended up having me put him here is just the overall burst mm-hmm. ability to, to separate deep, but also... His open field ability uh, after yeah. the catch. His smoothness. He can take any pass to the house. He's also a really strong route runner. Um,
1: yeah, lots of nuance in his routes too. Mm-hmm. like Especially getting, getting deep with those, like the post routes. Kind of like, uh, to go back last year, kind of like Hollywood Brown added to his game. Yes, I, I,
0: I was going to... Uh, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. But... Instead of being 170 pounds and 5'9", 5'11", 195. And he looks... Yeah. Like, he, he might not be 5'11", 195, but he clearly looks thicker he, than Hollywood yeah, was. Yeah, he doesn't look... Yeah, know, 100%. 100%. Um, the, the, the concerns with him... Like, I, I have a... Uh, what do I have on him? I have a third-round grade. Um, I have a late second-round grade. But he. he's top 30 on my board right now. I just don't have yep. a lot of first-round grades or anything. Yeah. Um the thing that I'm I'm concerned with him is concentration drops. Um, yeah,
1: uh, catches through contact. Yeah,
0: I was going to say ca- contested catches and overall catch yeah. radius. Yeah. But in today's NFL, what he can do as a deep threat and as a player after the catch, out, mm-hmm. out of the slot or out wide, this is the exact type of receiver NFL offenses need these days. Like, he, yes. in a Tyreek Hill type of role, that's, like, he is perfect for that, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. really exciting player and apparently he runs like a 429. Um yeah, like <laughs> you can see it. right? Um so who do you have two? I've Colin Johnson. So I had Colin Johnson here. The more I, I like see of Colin Johnson, the less I like him. I've to preference that. I've seen 6 games on him now. Mm-hmm. 6 5 yeah. 220 contested That's catch monster. Yeah. Awesome catch radius, really physical going up and getting it. But the more I see, the more questions I have about ability to separate and overall route running. I think he improved he, uh, noticeably from 2017 to 2018 as a route runner, though, which is obviously a positive.
1: 100% agree. And, I mean, yeah, like the separation question is still a question. I agree. The, the route running improved from 17 to 18. Uh, I kind of expected to throw Colin Johnson on and, like, have him slip a bit from what I thought of him last summer. Mm-hmm. But uh, it didn't really happen.
0: I saw more drops. The, the USC game, there was a couple. Yeah. Uh, and that paired with the lack of separation deep, and a lot of the time, even though there's lack of separation, he can come down with it because of his catch rates and fantastic catch, catch physicality. Yeah, he's also a physical blocker, which is always a plus. Um, but I just, to me, the the separation there between him and Rager was just the overall athleticism, and I know mm. I can find a role for Rager. Whereas with Colin Johnson, it's more of a question right now. But like, yeah. I- he also at times looks like Vincent Jackson. Yeah, I mean. He's a guy who, like, the the 2019 season is very make or break for him. Yeah, uh,
1: for sure. I Honestly, I don't think he's that slow either. Like, he's, like, for his size, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, but is he Auden Tate or is he Mike Evans? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or is he somewhere in between that Vincent Jackson mold?
1: Which is, and I think like again for two twenty, like the, he comes off the line pretty good. Yeah, he's he's got a really, decent
0: release game. Yeah, he and does. That, again, I mean, I, I said like the route running and release overall definitely improved from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. and if he takes another step with that again, like because route running obviously helps with separation. Yeah. So if if he can improve there, that's a big plus in, in my mind.
1: Yeah, it's almost like just at the top of the route where the separation lapses a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Uh, who do who do you have fourth?
1: Uh, Denzel Mims.
0: Okay, so I've got Tyron Wallace here. Okay, I I still
1: like Denzel Mims a lot,
0: Rob. I do too, and, <laughs> and honestly, my actual wide receiver rankings, um, mm-hmm. I have it like why well, I don't know what numbers these guys are, but Johnson, Wallace, and Mims all back to back to back. Okay,
1: so very very close. Yeah. Uh,
0: let's talk Mims. Yeah. A guy who had a lot of hype, returned to school. I his production dropped last year, but I think that was more of uh, not like that wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. And obviously they they brought in Jalen Hurd and they had a uh, they they worked on getting him the ball a lot, so it affected Mims' uh, productions and overall targets. But with Mims, he's wiry and smooth yeah. and has strong hands. He can separate deep, but he's got this nice for, for Like he plays bigger than six two.
1: Yeah, and but I mean it's six two two fifteen. Like that's already really well built. But right? but
0: like he has that, he, ca- like he he's six two, but he seems like he's a catch use of a six four guy.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you.
0: Like at times you get them go go gadget arms.
1: Yeah, and I think he's got some of the quickness of like someone that's like five eleven too. Yeah,
0: like the feet. He's got he's really good with the release game. Solid yeah. route runner. Um, yeah. My can kin- like he's not great after the catch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really do much. Um, but, yeah, he can, he can separate deep. He can win contested th- catches. Like, this receiver group is really, really awesome.
1: Yeah, and going back, I think he's another guy that's a pretty mean blocker.
0: Yeah, it was strange how many of these big 12 receivers are physical in the run game.
1: Yeah. Um, and, a- again, quickly, uh, there's the occasional concentration c- drops with Mims, mm-hmm. too, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, the, West, then the, the, the West start-
0: Virginia game last year was a tough one. Yeah. Uh, but then, he, again, he'll come back and make those spectacular high-point catches. Hear me out on this comp. Yeah. I see a lot of Marvin Jones. Just You know how Marvin Jones is such a natural ball tracker, uh, like both deep and high-pointing and mm-hmm. just a smooth, underrated receiver? I, I see a lot of Marvin Jones to Denzel Mims game. Interesting. I have a lot of pro comps for this receiver group, and I think – a lot of the time with that, it comes with the better the prospect, the more I see of an NFL guy. Which, so yeah, maybe that's why. But, sure. yeah, this receiver group, all of them, I have a comp on them. Uh, Wallace is my next guy, and he know he was your – Yeah, yeah, and I have Wallace just ahead of Mims. Uh, Wallace is a guy who I think he has more hype in college football than he does in the NFL draft circles. Like, Yeah. I, he's a guy who I, were... I often see listed as, like, the number two receiver in college football.
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? I, I felt like watching him live last year at Ok State. I wasn't like overly impressed with him. And then you throw on the tape, and he's more impressive on the tape somehow. Even though he's putting up these mods like he had like what two twenty and ten catches against both Texas and, and Oklahoma. Yeah, and I think I mean? in
0: those two games he can mine for twenty receptions for like four hundred and forty yards or something stupid. Yeah, yeah, and the four touchdowns I believe. Yeah, uh, not the biggest guy in the world, six foot one eighty five, but I thought. For a guy who's not massive, really, really good contested catch game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um, has the speed to separate deep. A good route runner. A lot of these guys run r- nice routes. Yeah. For really sure. Really smooth. With him, the hands. I worry about he, he'll he'll make some great contested catches, yeah. but then he'll drop an easy slant.
1: Yeah, like some funny drop drops.
0: Which here's my comp on him. I saw a lot of Will Fuller in that. <laughs> where it's okay. like Will Fuller can make these game-breaking plays but it will also drop the layup.
1: Yeah, I, I think like a little more a little more of a I think he I think he's
0: more nuanced in in terms of route running yeah. than Will yeah. Fuller was at this point. And I think yeah. he's also better in the uh traffic and contested catch game than Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um I, I but just that, uh, that that was comparable for me
1: cuz I, I think yeah, like again, like you said like some slants and like some just like comebacks where like he weirdly chooses to dive, and then it's a difficult catch, but it shouldn't be, and he drops it. You know, like, just weird drops like that. Mm-hmm.
0: But, again, he's a guy, true junior year this year. As a true yeah. sophomore, put up monster numbers. Yeah. Uh, was he, was I think he was second in the bulletin last year? I believe, um, it, yeah. And as a true freshman, he didn't play that much. So, really, last year was his first year, as, like, playing mm-hmm. major time in college football, and he was awesome. He's a guy who I could see make a really big rise, but at the same, like... Lamb, I think, is solidified as one of the dudes. Yeah. Rager Wallace, I think, could both make major jumps depending on how the season goes, and then Mims and Johnson both feel like they're going to be overlooked just because they're these seniors who've been around and talked about for a while.
1: I I have the same feeling. Yeah. I I think especially Reger, I think he can make that,
0: like get into that he, late first round talk. He's quickly stop, you know? he's quickly becoming one of my favorite prospects.
1: He's good. Yeah. And then because he run- yeah
0: go ahead sorry go you go. I was just going to say, because he
1: reminds me of Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Just well,
0: there's always a receiver each year who's going to remind me of Brandon Cooks, and then I'm going to pound <laughs> the table for them. <laughs> Brandon Cooks was the original. Yeah. Uh, who's your next receiver? Well, I think the big wild card in it all is this guy, and he's my next one, TJ Vasher.
1: I also have TJ Vasher. Texas
0: man. Tech. Um, cousin of Nathan Vasher, I believe? Or nephew? I, one of the two. I think cousin. Uh cousin. Vasher obviously overshadowed a bit by Antoine Wesley last year. Mm. Um, But I think 6'5", 190, he needs to add weight. But he stands out on the field, and he's got terrific hands. Yes. Contested catch. He made one of the greatest catches in college football last year as well. Um, What a catch, yeah. And he's got speed to separate deep. He's just really, really raw, really, really thin, and really, really needs to improve as a runner. Yeah, I agree. But the pieces are all there, right? Like, there is a scenario where we see to me, Lamb Rager. How do you say it? Rieger? Rager, Rager. Uh, I'm not sure. Rager. Rager. Lamb Rager, Johnson, Wallace, Mims, and Vasher. I think go in the first three rounds. There's a scenario where that could happen. And Vasher is kind of the guy who um, is isn't there yet. Whereas the other guys, I I'm not going to confidently say I think all three go or all uh, five of them go in the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. but, like, I'm more confident than not. Yeah, like, I,
1: I have, a, again, late first on CD, seconds on Johnson and Rager. uh Mims third, fourth, Wallace like a fourth, and a fifth.
0: Yeah, is v- my lowest rate, but it's just the potential is all there. He just needs to put it together. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting sure. to see if his re- uh, red tree expands with the coaching change, but very much the next most interesting guy. Just one of the most interesting receivers mm-hmm. in the country, I think. Did you find anyone also really interesting from the Big 12 at receiver? Uh, Duvernay was kind of fun. Yeah, he's my next guy. Uh, I thought good athlete, um, not a great route runner, but there's there's tools there and expanded role with little Jordan gone. Yeah, I could see him kind of pushing up the board.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I think he's like, um, like, yeah, the route running is mad, but like kind of well rounded else. Wise, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like all, all the tools are there. He made
0: a great catch against USC.
1: Yeah, the diving one yeah. in the end zone. Um, yeah, that was a hell of a catch. Again, like, I like the, the ball adjustment ability. The release is pretty good, I thought. Uh, another guy, good blocker, too, which is funny. Yeah. Which feels like a lot of good yeah, blockers. he
0: it, it strange.
1: I got like a, a late round yeah. grade on
0: him, but I think he's interesting. Anyone else here you want to talk about? Not particularly. You want to jump over to the one tight end that is used in the Big 12 consistently? <laughs> yeah. Grant Calcaterra from Oklahoma. I think one of the best tight end prospects in the country right now. I agree re- with you. Really interesting because he's basically a big receiver. Yeah, it's like Mark Andrews again. It's like Mark Andrews but even like less of an inline guy.
1: Yeah, I, how many times did you see him block?
0: Not very often. And the thing uh, with him is yeah. Mark Andrews was built to play like Mark Andrews was well built and like you could See the projection to him being an inline guy. Yeah. Whereas Calcutta is six four two twenty one. Mm hmm. He almost looks
1: a little thicker than that,
0: but yeah, um,
1: it's not great. And like I said, it's always in the slaughter out wide. Mm-hmm. Um, barely blocked, but like the athleticism's there. Yeah,
0: really, really interesting athlete with good contested catch ability, strong hands. I th- yeah. I, I'm hoping to see an expanded role for him with Hollywood, Brown gone, him and Lamb kind of mm-hmm. being the dudes.
1: I think he's a good route runner, too, for a tight end.
0: Yeah, well, I, I think that's partially because he's playing so much in the slot, <laughs> and yeah. I, he's being asked to run more of a retreat than a lot of tight ends in the country. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's a guy who, in a very open tight end group, right now he sits as my second tight end. The,
1: uh, mine, t- mine too. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I like. I have it. Hint, have Pinkney, him, then Parkinson as my top three guys. It's a really mm-hmm. interesting year for tight ends because it's very wide open. There's a lot of high upside guys, but a lot of uh, who who are boomer bust, and then a lot of like yeah, the Matt Bushmans of the world, who it's like he's gonna be a safe tight end option.
1: Yeah, like he he you already know he's gonna be drafted. and so He's gonna be like safe. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: But yeah, so Calteria, I'd like to see more just involvement as a blocker i know he's not going to be putting the a consistent position to block because of how they use the tight end in oklahoma yeah but mm-hmm. yeah just seeing more of that um and just i'm excited to see a more expanded role for him because he like he was the starting tight end last year obviously but i don't think he had more than like 350 yards because of just the guys they had around him
1: Yeah, he felt bigger live, though. Yeah, he did. He
0: he did. He made big plays in big moments for sure. Yeah.
1: I I would like to, like, uh, some concentration drops, I'd like to see him clean that stuff up. But then the the big-time catches were there. I
0: I hope he's added a bit of weight this year, too.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Offensive line talk time, baby. The hog Uh, Tackles. Yeah. Some decent tackles. Who's your number one? Uh, TCU's Lucas Nyang. How do you see that? I'm I'm not sure. How high are you on him? I uh, have fourth round grade. He's, he's quite good. Okay, so again, massive dude, six, six, 328, right tackle for TCU, Mahler. Mahler in the run game. That's what is the best thing about him. Uh, his physicality. Mm-hmm. He uses his size really well in the run game. Um, strong hands. Decent athlete. Needs to be. Uh, Ne- needs to um, clean up his footwork. I think yeah, pass protection is the big flag. Yeah,
1: I feel like he gets a little a little wandery on the second level too.
0: Yeah, he could, he more consistent there. Uh, would like to see him finish plays through the whistle more often. Mm-hmm. But I, that size is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, and again, with some decent athleticism there. I, He's also
1: my number one tackle, but I'm not as high as you are. No.
0: I think it's not a very good senior group of tackles. Um he, yeah. This year and he could end up maybe the top senior tackle. That's, it's a really yeah. strong junior group though. So like that's where the mm-hmm. the money will be made, but yeah, he's a guy who I I can see uh I'd like to see him um maybe not lean out, but just he needs to get better foot speed.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's it. Feels like that's always an issue with a guy that size. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Otherwise, he he's gonna end up caught as a big guard, potentially. But yeah. I, I just I really like his length and uh, how physical he is in the run game. Just needs big
1: guard, or like a, just an old school right tackle. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh,
1: who's your next tackle? Uh,
0: Scott France from Kansas State.
1: Okay. Uh, remember, when there was some hype with France, and it feels like it's died out a little bit.
0: Yeah, I, I think part of that was everyone was just so plugged into Kansas State last year because Dalton Reisner. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
1: Um,
0: with France, I, I I I don't think like he is he he. It's similar to Yang. I hope mm-hmm. that's how you say his name. Um, Yang, yeah. not a great athlete. Kind of plays a little high. Footwork's a yeah. little wonky, but. I really like um, hit, hit him in the run game. He gets to the second level pretty consistently. He finishes plays. He's a mm-hmm. quite physical uh, tackle. Well-built guy. Maybe better off as a guard, kind of like Reisner, though. Yeah,
1: like 6'5", 303? Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can kick that to credit. I, um, I don't think he's the greatest athlete in the world. And this no. is really old school to me, but like when I see him, I, I was thinking, like, if he's playing tackle, he's a right tackle. I know that's not how we think these days, but, like, when I think that, that generally means I actually think he's a guard. Think he's a guard. Yeah, yeah that's
1: a good, that's a. Good that's point. my new. That's um, my new
0: thing. When I'm like watching a, a left tackle, I'm like, no, that that guy. If he moves him on the right side, I see it, and then I have to tell myself, well, no, this is today's NFL. That means you think he's a guard.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it really depends, right? Like when you're like massive, like Niang is. He kind of is an old-school tackle, though, right? Yeah.
0: I, I think the thing with France is he's not clearly not as... No. Like, he doesn't no. have that length.
1: Yes, because, yeah, yeah, the ink's really long. Yeah, um, France looks more like a guard. And, yeah, late, late draft will be great for me, too. Um, who else do you have?
0: Uh, I like Terrence Steele a little bit from Texas Tech.
1: Okay, interesting. Now
0: he's a guy who I didn't really know anything, and then Dame Brugler mm-hmm. was tweeting, he's a guy the NFL views as someone who could jump up a lot. Yeah. Uh... Another another guy with good size, six five, three twenty. Yeah, um, so I'm I'm pretty interested in him, but I think he's quite raw. I, I like I, yeah. I like his feet a little bit, though. I thought if feet length um, de- for the size, decent yeah, exactly. athlete, but he he's like technically raw in both pass protection and the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. Did did. Dr- did you uh, sorry? Did you have any uh, one else you found to be draftable? Uh,
1: no. Did you? Did, 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 did you like the West Virginia tackle?
0: McKivitz. Yeah. Uh, I was I was wondering the same with you. No, but there's been weird hype, and there's more hype yeah. with him last year than there was, um, with our guy who I'm blanking on right now. You know, what? I had it on the tip of my tongue and ready to say it. Now, when you said blanking, it made me blank. Oh, my God. Anyways, Kajust. Yeah, yeah. Yadni yeah. Kajust. I, I liked a lot better than Colton McKivitz.
1: Me too. But there was a, I remember last year uh, uh, there was more on McKivitz uh, than... Uh, Tony like,
0: Pauline was saying, like, the NFL views McKivitz as a first-round guy. I don't think that's yeah. true. No. I, are draftable for, for you? No. I couldn't... Yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, I couldn't get there with him. I th- Like, obviously his size is really good and his length. And I think he's got decent footwork. I just yeah. don't think he's that athletic. And I don't think he's that physical in the run game. He plays too high for me.
1: It's a borderline draftable for me. Yeah, a
0: guy who I, okay. I, I am very interested in. I like him a lot more as a guard, though. Um, Kansas' left tackle, Hakeem adeniji if that's how you say it. Interesting, okay. He, yeah. He's built like a guard playing tackle. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just really liked his physicality and his ability to work to the, the linebackers in the run game. I don't think he's got the athleticism nor footwork to stay at tackle. Uh, yeah. And he needs, he needs to play with better leverage. But I thought there was tools there that I could see him... Uh, as a draftable guard.
1: Fair enough. Any anyone else draftable? No.
0: No. Um, yeah. No. The- but oh, actually, I would- can I just mention quickly? Samuel Cos- Cosme, the Texas tackle, mm-hmm. who was a redshirt freshman last year, and he's moving over to a left tackle. I'm not like I don't I I don't love him or anything. I think he's though. super 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 raw. Like uh, like maybe two years from now, though, he's a, a name to watch. He's just a real asshole uh, physically and finishing <laughs> plays. But, yeah, he doesn't look like he's fully grown in his body. He needs to uh, improve tactically and play a lot lower. But I thought he was a guy uh, who, in a couple of years, could be up there.
1: Okay, I respect that. Uh, do you want to do int- the interior offensive line together, or do you want to save the Creed Humphrey talk?
0: Uh, well, Creed Humphrey's the man. Yeah, he is. That's why I just like. Well, I was let's to ask Let's cards. end the IOL talk on Creed Humphrey. Uh, did you like anybody yes. not in Creed Humphrey?
1: Uh, not the Creed Humphrey levels. Well, no. That- outside yeah. of
0: outside of Creed Humphrey, my number one was Parker Braun, the Georgia Tech guard, who's now he's in Texas. Now, if he's, he's really six two two eighty, then I don't know if I like him. But <laughs> there's always yeah. He was like dominant in the triple option, just an absolute run mauler with impressive quickness. If he is, they list him on the website at six three three hundred. If he's that and is moving like that, in his own scheme, yeah. I love him as a left guard. I think he's awesome uh, on pulls and traps. A um, guy, I have a lot of excitement to see what he's doing in the Texas offense this year.
1: Yeah, that's such an interesting transition for him.
0: It's smart move though, because like, yeah. who have we seen come from the triple option at Georgia Tech? Just one outside of Shaq Mason. That's it. Yeah, exactly. And like, Braun has the tool. You just like never see him pass protect. So like I don't actually know And I don't If he's 280 Then I'm really scared But just the athleticism And physicality In the run game I, That caught my eye all day
1: Do you like uh, Shackelford at all Also at Texas
0: I don't like him As much as I think Some people like him But like I have a draft That's player. why I wanna
1: Yeah I agree with you That's why I just want To bring him up next Because we're on Texas And there's lots of Like there's a bit of hype Around Shackelford Yeah
0: physical run blocker I just don't Yeah Like power scheme Because I don't think He's a great athlete He needs to play With better mm-hmm. leverage though uh, decent anchor. Um, but, yeah, I'm not, like, in love with him. Like, I see a late day three type.
1: Yeah, no, I feel the same way. Um, who else do you like? Holtorf from Kansas State.
0: Okay. Adam Holtorf.
1: Because you're, you're a K-State fan. Okay, Overall, this,
0: the Big 12 has some centers between Humphrey, Holtorf, and Shackleford. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. Holtorf, yeah, I love Kansas State football. But Holtorf just, what you kind of expect from a Kansas State offensive lineman mean physical run blocker uh not a great athlete he my issue with him is not a, not the strongest anchor and he's already not mm-hmm. physically the best as a pass protector so it's kind of mm-hmm. worrisome he lacks length but i uh i thought he was an interesting guy
1: yeah no that's fair um you ready for Humphrey you got anyone else I, got, to I got
0: one guy i need to mention okay go for it Julian Good Jones okay the Iowa okay. State left tackle, but he might be a center. Anyway,
1: just, <laughs> yeah.
0: I, this dude just plays wild football. Like, I don't know if they just were like, yeah, technique don't matter here at Iowa State. Just go out and hit somebody in the mouth. Be the most physical pass protector in the conference. Pass protect like it's run blocking. is it, look, And he moves quite well. I don't know. I, he, I came away thinking, let's move this guy to center and see what he's got. When you have that Iowa office line program across the
1: state, you got to make a name for yourself at Iowa State. Iowa
0: right? State, this is a guy that if you move him to center, he's interesting. I also didn't mind <laughs> their other their, their guy, Josh, Josh Niffle. I, yes. that's how he, I don't know how to say that name. Niffle. Uh, yeah, it's Niffle. I thought he was a little interesting. Okay. Okay.
1: Humphrey time? Creed Humphrey. Yeah.
0: Uh, it is going to be a hell of a battle between Tyler Beatty's and Creed Humphrey to be the first center selected in the 2019 NFL Draft.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, only a redshirt sophomore. If he comes out, do you have a first-round grade on him?
0: Yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, where's he on my big board? On the old board of big, he is my eighth overall player right now. Okay, uh, you throw in the
1: Alabama game and he's
0: doing a final with Quinn Williams. That's he, like enough, right? He, he is so. First of all, he's built awesome. He looks like yeah, he, sig- he like grew up farming in Nebraska <laughs> and just drinking yes. milk every meal. Six four, three twenty five. <laughs> yeah, just a physical motherfucker in the run game. Yeah, uh, vice grip hands. Um, and he'll he'll put you in the dirt every time if he can.
1: Yeah, he's 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 really good. It looks
0: like he should be playing center for Wisconsin, but they got their own in Tyler Beatty's, So yeah, he's at Oklahoma just. Being fucking great,
1: which is funny because you kind of think like Beatty's is more of like uh, like a uh, like a spread offense in center in and yeah. Uh, be- is the, a
0: zone scheme guy. Humphrey's the power scheme guy.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like Humphrey's more at home at, as the Wisconsin guy.
0: Um, funny, but, I like, realized but, last year when watching Garrett Bradbury, there are a few things that get me more excited than watching it just a freaky dominant center. And Humphrey Brad- and Beatty's are that.
1: I know. Bradbury is, like, one of the most fun players to watch last year. And, yeah, Humphrey's – like, the movement's a little more fun for me, but, like, Humphrey's just so Yeah, good. I
0: agree. Uh, but, yeah, Humphrey just power center, Travis Frederick type at center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean – He is – I don't know. I was blown away. And, I mean, that was kind of the talk last year. There, there, the rest of their four starters were all drafted uh, in 2018 yeah. – or 2019. 2019. Sorry, we're going into 2020. Uh, they were all drafted, and people were like, "Yeah, Creed Humphrey's the best one, though," and he was a redshirt <laughs> freshman last year. And then you throw yeah. on the tape, and you're like, "Oh no, that's a fact. He was the best one." Does he come out? Yeah, I think so. He's too yeah. good not to. Uh, uh, yeah, he is. He is a first round pick.
1: What if he doesn't win the Remington though? He wants to go back and get it. Well,
0: Todd Budies is going to win it. So he's at Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, no, those two are gonna. That's a hell of a center. Duo in the draft. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah for real. Uh, you know what else, AJ? It's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell's with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. The one thing that hasn't changed? Where I'm putting my money down on all the games. My Bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My Bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $1,000 and it only costs $100 to enter. What, 100000 I can't read. You win at least $100,000 and it only costs $100 to enter. All you, got, all you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. This does sound cool you said that last no. time you read it it does I would only recommend the service to my listeners that's been good to me that's why my bookie is always the right play you bet you win they pay my bookie is live in-game betting on every NFL game they've got the most rewarding player perks in the business and for you fantasy guys out there you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game call to action. Oops. Join now and get up to $200 in free bets. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN, H-E-A-V-E-N, when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, get paid. MyBookie. Okay, Big 12 defensive talk. Yeah, we're calling you to action, Rob. Heck yeah. Uh, we'll start on the interior defensive line. Do you like who? Do you like who's your number one guy in the interior defensive line? You
1: know, I was gonna go with the Canadians, Rob. I didn't we didn't mention that Chuba Hard was Canadian. Oh, we did
0: forget that. Uh, That's
1: so off brand for us, but uh, hey, I'm doing it now.
0: Uh, Yeah, Neville Gallimore, the Oklahoma nose tackle, my number one interior defensive lineman. Big boy, 6'2, 3'30, uh, was on Bruce Feldman's freaks list. Apparently, just an incredible athlete. Apparently, he runs like sub 4'8. I don't know if that's that's
1: true. That's nuts if he does. Uh, but, like, you can tell he moves
0: really well. Yeah, explosive for a nose tackle. Really powerful. Yeah. Plays good leverage. Really strong bull rush. Uh, can swallow up the run. Would mm-hmm. like to see more of a consistent pass rush from him. Um, just yeah. in terms of uh, using more than a bull rush in the pass rush game. But, he, like, I have a third round great on him.
1: Yeah, I'm in the fourth. Yeah, fourth. Oh, round. sorry,
0: I have a fourth. My bad. Oh, okay. I can't, just I can't copy right but yeah, he's <laughs> he's the type of nose tackle. Like you're not taking nose tackles in the first round, but he's a justifiable day two nose oh. tackle. I'd say uh, if if he takes another stride this year. Are You sure you're not
1: taking nose tackles in the first round at Dave Gettleman?
0: I just might be. Apparently, they're playing. They're playing. Uh, um, Dexter, De- Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence at uh, five tech though. So, did he really okay. take a nose tackle in the first round? You tell me. Uh, but yeah, Gallimore is a lot of fun. Uh, the Big 12 yeah, doesn't play defense, but when you see ga- guys like him who make flashy plays, always enjoyable. Oklahoma and TCU both have some guys. And by yeah. some, I mean TCU has one. No, they have, t- they have two. <laughs> My bad. Uh, did you like anyone else on the interior defensive line? Uh,
1: no, not particularly. I'll be, uh, I like
0: James Lynch, uh, the true junior five Baylor. tech for Baylor. Okay. I think uh, well built five tech not a great yeah. athlete but plays good leverage um, strong hands uh, like I'm I. Uh, he's not great or anything like, like he's just he's my next guy okay how
1: much do you like him
0: uh, late day three
1: okay no just cause he's a he's that type of dude like he can stop the run and stuff like that yeah
0: I think like you could find a, a poor man's Derek Wolf there <laughs> I'm gonna, that, no. wow! I came up with that on the fly. That's just pro comp now. <laughs> Poor man's Derek Wolf. Um, you know who's uh, I was underwhelmed by? Who's had some hype? Malcolm Roach.
1: Oh, I forgot how much uh, hype he had. Yeah, I wasn't too impressive. Like though. I don't.
0: He's a bit of a t- like the edge interior D line tweener, but he's not. He was a big recruit, wasn't he? I, I, he must have been, cause I don't know yeah. really why the hype other than Texas. Like Texas yeah. big recruit usually equals some hype, but that so that's probably it but yeah just not a great athlete doesn't use his hands all that well um Mm -hmm. i don't know i didn't find that he added much as a pass rusher uh yeah i i kind of just felt he was positionless when i was watching him yeah no i I agree with
1: you um yeah
0: edge edge is horrible group but i came away unless you like someone a lot no i didn't okay so when i I watched the edges we had on our list. I was like, yeah, no thanks. Whatever. Time to move on to the linebackers. I threw on one of the linebackers. I was like, this guy's just rushing the passer. I'm moving him to the edge spot because he's just playing edge. I don't know what happened here. Mark Jackson Jr. from Oklahoma. I, th- mm-hmm. I thought he, like... He's six one two forty, 240, and I had him in the linebacker spot, and then I watched yeah. him and I was like, no, nah, I'm... He's playing that oboe role that oboe played for them. Y- yeah. Where he's, like, being called a linebacker, but he's a pass rusher on the edge. I thought he was interesting. There's some stuff there. No, that's fair. I thought he um, had some bend and some explosiveness. Yeah. Now he's getting washed in the run game, and <laughs> his size is really odd, and, like, uh... He's the type of guy who I end up liking more than the NFL because I'm attracted to the explosive first step in the bend. But yeah, like 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 Hercules yeah, Whoa, yeah. Apparently, Herc's balked up and playing three tech, and he's doing run show in Minnesota. So let's chill. He is because I was super on Mataafa too. Also, remember. Herc made, makes Mark Jackson look uh, <laughs> look small. So yeah, he does. He does. But yeah, I thought Mark Jackson. I, I found him very in- intriguing. I. This is also after soft. watching some horrible edge rushers. Do you
1: think Ronnie Perkins is good? I know he's not eligible, but
0: Okay. Uh-huh. I like I didn't watch the tape on him, but I kept yeah. saying who's number seven. And then every time I watch an Oklahoma defender, I'd be like, I hope yep. this is number seven, and it never was, and then I, I found out who Ronnie Perkins is. I was like, this guy might be a guy in two years or something.
1: I I've been saying it. I like since last year. Really interesting. And I he was another guy, big recruit. Flash on Oklahoma. Just live games. Like, again, no tape. But, uh, yeah, interesting for next year. I think True true Software. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's, uh, he just kept flashing. I didn't know who he was. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. a name. The classic when you're watching tape and someone else flashing, you write their name down for the future.
1: Mm-hmm. I think he was, like, the first time that the, the Oklahoma's had, like, a legit edge like that. Oh, okay. Anyways, Sorry, we'll see Obo. next year. Well, again, like, he was a bit I, of a tweener. I, I loved
0: Obo. I know so you yeah. did. Anyways. N- not great things coming out of Rams Camp, but Obo. No. Uh, all right, let's just jump on over to the linebackers then. The off-ball linebackers. Um, who's your number one? Kenneth Murray's still my guy, baby. I have Kenneth as my number one guy too, but I was slightly underwhelmed. Not to say, I, not to say I have like a bad grade or anything. I'm just. I agree with I, you though, Rob. I'm not there with him. That with the hype.
1: He wasn't. Um, again, like, it, Kenneth Murray popped watching like lots of Oklahoma games live, as I'm sure everyone did last year. Uh he was the guy him and Perkins, I guess, but Murray especially. I'm like, holy cow, they actually have a linebacker? Throwing the tape wasn't again, wasn't blown away like I expected it to be, but still liked him a lot.
0: Yeah, really the the thing with him is he's balls to the wall. Yes. Uh really aggressive, and he's clearly explosive. But he'll yeah. miss tackles because he's over aggressive. He'll yeah. uh his instincts need to improve. But he's well built, like I said, well built, explosive like and he's I, I don't know if you got him in a role where it's less he needs to rely on instincts to play and more mm. just like, um, s- like schematically you're just letting him go. Uh, he's got the yeah. tools. The tools are there. That's and I think that's the whole point with him. And was only a true sophomore. Yeah, officer, and just so. tackling machine. But yeah, he's he's yeah. he's still a lot of fun to watch. Uh, my number two guy is the other Oklahoma linebacker, Caleb Kelly. <laughs> yeah. I honestly, th- lots of flashes last year. Like, he kind
1: of... I came up uh, was a-
0: pleasantly surprised with him.
1: Was a big recruiter, if I remember correctly. Yeah, five um, Yeah. Didn't really put it together much until last year. and Didn't play that much
0: until last year. Th- that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Playing a lot of overhang. Mm-hmm. 6'2", 231, playing that overhang. Uh, I think he moves really well in space. Uh, he yeah. needs to improve as a tackler. He missed some tackles but just the ability and coverage and overall athleticism um, i think he could be a playmaker this year. Him and Kenneth Murray are just like clearly the two best linebackers in my opinion. Yeah, i agree. Oklahoma's defense is pretty good. That's what i'm saying. Um i know they're not good on paper, but like uh, prospect like they have a they have the best interior guy, they have the best edge guy, they have the two best softball linebackers. They have one of the best corners. Um, yeah, I just thought, yeah, the the, the stuff's there without Grinch taking over as the defensive coordinator. They seem it's like a defense that could make a massive leap.
1: Also, like a lot of those guys feel like they're going to fit Grinch's defense really well.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you like any of the other linebackers? Uh, not particularly. I felt like Elijah Sullivan and Daquan Patton were just kind of like Elijah Lee, but worse. Like just <laughs> Kansas State seems to like uh, every player's like kind of <laughs> the same dude as the best dude, but just worse.
1: They're factory, baby.
0: <laughs> I think just Sullivan's uh, just the athleticism. He flies around. He's, a, he's yeah. a, a special teams upside there. Special teams linebacker upside.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, no one else really. No, I'm just look, re- rereading my list. No one really. I,
0: I never uh, want to watch three Baylor linebackers again. <laughs> All right, let's just move over to corner. I, I feel bad that we're breezing through the defensive talk. It's just like there's what? one guy in each group. The DBs are, are the best uh, overall group, though. It's the Big 12. What else is new, right? Uh, Okay. The cornerback group's really interesting. Uh, I think there's one dude who really stood out, though. Who is it? Jeff Gladney of TCU. Gladney's... Apparently just an absolute athletic freak, dude.
1: Yeah. I like like Gladney. I still like AJ Green. I do, too. Yeah,
0: he's my third guy. And I like Trey Brown. Trey, Trey Brown was the guy I knew nothing about, and I was like, this guy is your best corner. I don't know why he wasn't starting all year yeah no I agree
1: I mean Adrian Green I feel like I've been watching for a long time just I think because of the name but yeah anyways Gladney go for it yeah so
0: so Gladney um, this dude just for a 6 foot 183 corner he gave Hakeem mm-hmm. Butler hell yeah uh, I really like his instincts I mentioned the athleticism he was on Bruce Feldman's freaks list um, he'll miss tackles but he's not like timid yeah no no for sure uh, he needs to improve tackle consistently, consistency but the want is there um, I like him both in man and zone. Like I think the footwork and the instincts show off. He needs to improve a bit in his fluidity and just his overall hips can be tight sometimes. I like the ball mm-hmm. skills a lot, and he's always playing like balls to the wall through the whistle. He's breaking up uh, the ball skills, both uh, breaking up passes that are in Hakeem Butler's yeah. hands. That who's a guy who's got like four inches on him. Fighting, I, yeah, fighting, fighting through the whistle, like for the ball. Gladney is just a my type of corner. How high are you on him? Uh 4th round grade. Okay, I got a 5th. Uh and then my number 2 guy is Trey Brown, the Oklahoma corner. Uh, I got I got Andrew Green Over Brown by like both of them. And with Trey Brown, 5'10" 182, smaller guy. But yeah, yeah. wasn't a starter all year and then he came in and he was like just the best corner on the team.
1: Yeah, uh, true sophomore last year. Too. Yeah,
0: plays a lot bigger than he is. Uh really liked mm-hmm. his physicality and man coverage. I think he needs to improve, improve his footwork. Yeah. And it is uh, hip fluidity, but yep, as a yep. as a man off man corner, I liked him a lot. And I thought he showed some uh, pressability as well, and just smooth athlete.
1: No, yes, And And um, Green, I, the length, and I think the ball skills are pretty good.
0: Yeah. No. I well, it's interesting. Aj Aj Green is my third guy, and then yeah. their their other corner, Rudarius Williams, is my fourth guy. And both of them have some length. Mm-hmm. And um, pressability and uh, physicality, but yeah, a- AJ Green um, it's definitely the him and Gladney are the the senior corners to watch in the Big Twelve.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, yeah, because like with Trey Brown, it depends how much he plays. I mean, I guess I it's, think it's yeah.
0: yeah I'm I'm guessing he, they're gonna like like Outrench isn't an idiot, so he'll play a lot.
1: Yeah, I know. But like, even will he come out? I I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you game. never
0: know. Definitely, but yeah, yeah. The, with uh, a- with AJ Green that length. Is clear in the press uh, press man. I like his footwork a lot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he needs to improve his instincts and in his tackling. But yeah, fair enough. Uh, I
1: I mean, you have to think that eventually, like with the Big Twelve turning out receivers like nothing, that the DP's got to catch up eventually, right? You hope. Like it, it just had like they're the same athletes, you know. Some of these guys are playing DB, and some of the guys are playing receivers. Like
0: you gotta, yeah. Parents should start making their kids play DB. You're right. We know. Like it's we a money
1: position. Right. It's a money position.
0: Um, also like to throw Hassan defenses, defenses name out there from Kansas. Heck of a name, but also made some plays. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> draftable just on the name, right? I wish, but hey, it's probably definitely Kansas's best defensive player. It
1: feels like Kansas always low-key has some good names on that team. to Tlaib. Yep. Yeah. Remember Fish yeah, Don't
0: forget that they had Aqib Tlaib and Chris Harris. That's true. Uh, so Want to move yeah. over to safety, or is there any other corners you'd like to talk
1: about? Nah, no, let's move to safety. All right.
0: Uh, one of the best safeties in the country resides in the Big 12, and he plays Texas football. I think Brandon mm. Jones is my second safety. In, yeah, Grant Delpit, then Brandon Jones for me. Stearns is good, too. I know he's not eligible but Oh, yeah. Stearns is... I think Stearns was picked to be first-team all-Big 12 over Brandon Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a hell of a 2 Yeah, for sure. And Stearns lost him last year as a freshman. Yeah, for sure. As a yeah, true freshman? Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, Brand, Brandon uh, Jones. Six-foot, 210. Really good build. Uh, yep. Really physical tackler. Uh, the TCU game felt like he made, like, 15 tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like his range. Um... I think he can man up with uh, the tight ends of uh, yeah. in the Big 12, which is not that many. But, hey, uh, he can, <laughs> he, he, yeah. he comes down and plays, like, an overhang nickel rule at times, too. Uh, things I'd like to see more of, like, I want him to improve his ball skills, just consistently finding the ball to break up passes and overall mm-hmm. instincts. But, yeah, I, I think Brandon Jones has a lot of tools. How how big of a grade do you got? Uh, I think I have a third.
1: Okay, I've got a fourth on Jones. I, again, I agree with he's. He's really good. And, like, Stearns and Jones are going to be fun to watch.
0: Jones, uh, just the ver- the knowing he can come down and play over top, but he can also, or sorry, he, like, he can come down and play over top tight ends and uh, slots, but also knowing yeah. he, he can, like, come into the box and he's just a consistent tackler. I just lo- love his well-roundedness is uh, a big plus for me. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your next safety? Ennis Gaines from TCU. Uh, draftable on
1: him?
0: Yeah. Oh, very much so. Like okay. he's uh, uh, y- y- the the he first caught my eye and his name went in my list of names to watch for last year's draft after mm-hmm. the Ohio State game where it felt like he made every single tackle. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. he got hurt and obviously he's back for his senior season. Um, and I threw on the tape and it was like the just the consistency as a tackler showed up a lot. Yeah, I kind of worry about the overall athleticism and his uh, ability in man coverage. I think. The instincts uh, are there in zone, but mm-hmm. like I, he's not a guy where with Jones I could consistently feel comfortable matching him up with tight ends. I don't feel that way about Gaines. It's almost like Gaines is playing this like pure overhang 5th DB that's really a linebacker role at TCU. He,
1: yeah, again, it's... It's it's the yeah it's that defense where it's going to be kind of wonky yeah
0: they the, they play the four two five and he's that five yeah. where it's yeah you're really you're a DB playing linebacker essentially but yeah six
1: one two oh three listed
0: I just think there's I a get. role for a guy like him
1: mm-hmm. like a like, like a true box or
0: yeah may, maybe I I I I'd like to just see more of him at this point. Yeah, I just haven't seen enough. But I, I, no, that's fair. Was I was mean, very yeah. intrigued by him for sure. No, that's fair. And then one more guy, not a draftable, but Greg Eisworth from Iowa State. Um, I just see special team stud there. <laughs> like they, they play and, like uh, the three safety thing, and he's coming mm-hmm. up making like every tackle. Just the instincts yeah. and the physicality. Uh, yeah. he's a redshirt junior too, so he'll probably be back at Iowa State realistically. But I don't know how you watch him and don't see Chris Maragos. <laughs>
1: Chris, uh, Chris Maragos, underrated. I mean, again, I'm going to keep pounding the table for Marigos as a legit member of the LB.
0: Heck, yeah. Any other safeties here? Yeah, uh, Goolsby's on the all-name team, baby. I was so disappointed. <laughs> like, I was like, yes, I, I love Kansas State. I love his name.
1: I swear Goolsby was, was supposed to be, like, better. No offense to Goolsby, but I thought I heard some good things. Why you just not,
0: heard man? his name. You thought that meant good things. Uh, okay, quickly. Uh, best <laughs> offensive prospect in the Big 12 for you? Uh, CeeDee Lamb. Wait. Yeah,
1: no. Sam Ellinger? Sam Ellinger. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I didn't forgot to write it down. Yeah, Lamb I have, and then Humphrey.
0: Yeah, I I also have it as Lamb, then Humphrey.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I think CeeDee Lamb's going to be a borderline top 10 pick, and just, to me, he's clearly the second best receiver after Jerry Judy. Uh, best defensive prospect?
1: Uh... I think I have Murray slightly over Jones. Okay,
0: I, I have it Jones, Gallimore. No, yeah, I, 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 sorry, I have it. Yeah, Jones, Gallimore, Gladney, Murray.
1: I don't have Gladney up there. But, yeah, the, uh, Gallimore, Murray, and, and
0: uh, Jones, all the fourth rounds for me, all tight. Um, yeah, but Oklahoma definitely has the most talent. And with Grinch, I'm really excited. I know this is that's more college football talk than NFL draft talk, but just with we these that, with too. these tools, for Alex Grinch, yeah. a guy who turned out Washington State defense and then made Ohio State's defense pretty decent last year yeah. after uh, Greg Ciano. Um I'm pretty excited to see what he does with Oklahoma.
1: Quick, quick, I know it's college football talk, but how good do you think Jalen Hurts is going to be?
0: I think he'll make a significant... Like, he's going to put up numbers no matter what, both because of what he can do in terms of the run game, this offense in Lincoln-Riley. But I do think when he'll I, make th- an improvement as a passer.
1: Yeah, when I threw on the tape, uh, there was more to him as a passer than I thought while watching just live. I things.
0: agree. Uh, your big tall pick? Uh, Oklahoma over Texas. It's kind of hard to go anywhere else. I agree. I think is think t- clearly better than Texas, as long I mean, as hurts yeah. is decent. Uh, but like Texas is the clear number two team. It's really a battle to see who's the third best team. I think that's between TCU and Iowa State.
1: I agree, and I think it's kind of tight. Um, I think I'd go TCU just because. But the quarterback—they have a quarterback issue, right? Wait,
0: that's why you picked TCU?
1: No, no, I'm thinking of I just thinking of it. But I, mean, I think maybe I'll go Iowa State. Wait, what? <laughs> As a third TCU a third.
0: doesn't have a quarterback, so they're your third best team.
1: No, I said I th- that's my thought process for all. Of I know. I thought I'm just being say,
0: a Big Twelve uh, asshole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> city of the week. It can't not be Morgantown, right? It
1: it can't not be Morgantown. Like Morgantown's
0: the. I'm not going to say that. Morgantown's the only city in the Big Twelve I I really want to be in.
1: Hey hey hey! Three words, baby. Keep Austin weird. <laughs> okay.
0: Ah, uh, that'll do it for us at Seven Rounds in Heaven follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at RobPaulNFL. Go to ArmchairMediaNetwork.com and you can listen to all kinds of podcasts, including our NFL podcast, Resting the Starters. Uh, Or you can read my NFL draft articles there as well, where I'm going conference by conference as well and just uh, regurgitating this content. Uh, Or go to ProFootballNetwork.com and you can read my AFC South articles. Thank you for listening. One, two...